You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 69. In this episode, I share with you the most important tools that I am using in my online business. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing and succeed with masterminds. Today I share with you the online business tool that I have used or I am using right now in my online business. You'll find links to all my online business tools and show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash 69. What tools do you use in your online business? That's a question I get almost every week, if not every single day. And I thought it was worth spending a whole episode on talking about the most important tools in my business. The first tool is Evernote. Evernote is basically an extension of my brain. If there's anything I need to remember or get back to on a later stage, I use Evernote. So I'll give you a few examples. I get an email, I've maybe made the purchase and there's a serial number for a software, I forward it to Evernote with a special Evernote email address. Another example, I'm at a conference and I want to take a few notes and I want to take them digitally, not handwritten in my notebook. I will do this with Evernote. I can also take handwritten notes and take a picture with the Evernote app and the Evernote app makes sure it's in a readable format that I can return to at a later stage. There's even an Evernote notebook from Moleskin that allows me to write handwritten notes and it translates this into typed notes. If I'm doing a mastermind session with, uh, you know, my VIP masterminders, I will be sketching sales funnels on a big board and we want to store all these big notes. I will take a picture with my Evernote with a special feature that makes all the notes appear rectangle and summarizes all the notes into one PDF that I can forward to my VIP masterminders. These are just few examples. I could probably spend a whole episode just talking about Evernote. So I suggest you check it out and find out what ways with Evernote work best for you. I absolutely love the tool. I've been using it for many years. I use the premium version because I can go back in history and if I would ever delete a note, I can get it back. There's another tool that is actually associated with Evernote, which is called Sketch. I use this tool also every day. If I need to take any screenshots of pages or little snippets of my screen, I use Sketch. Now, Sketch was originally a separate software 
but now Evernote has bought it and it's integrated, which means that every time I take a screenshot with Sketch, it's automatically stored as a note in Evernote. So I can always find it back. Another tool that I also use every single day is Canva. I am a Photoshop user. I was pretty okay with Photoshop and I still have a Photoshop subscription. But when Canva came along, it was clear to me that this would be my go-to graphic tool. It was even my first webinar and my second webinar was on Canva. I think I've done at least three webinars on Canva. And I absolutely adore the tool. It's so easy to use and I do all my graphics with it. And it's so easy to use that you don't need to be a designer and you can still create beautiful graphics. Now Canva is also available on the phone and iPad. So you can even do this on the go. It's great for any kind of quotes or graphics. And when you have the paid version like I have, you can store your fonts and your premium colors, your branding colors in the app, and you can work with your team as well. Moving forward from the graphic and tools, Google Apps is where I spend a lot of my time because Google Apps has my Gmail and my calendar, but with my own domain, sigrun.com. I was in love with Gmail from the get-go. And when I knew I could be using my own domain and still use Gmail and calendar, I switched right away. It's really important to have a professional email address and not use Gmail uh, for your business. So if you haven't signed up for Google Apps or something similar where you can basically use these Google tools, but with your own domain, then I highly recommend you do so. And what also comes along is that I can use Google Drive. I use Google Docs with my team. Uh, my team, for instance, has access to different folders inside my Google Drive, and that's where we can store all the emails that I write. We can store, for instance, everything around the podcast, my episode notes, and we have a big, big sheet on all the podcast episodes, and we can all work together in this tool. It's something that I wonder what people did before they could collaborate in this way. So I find it the best way to collaborate both with a team and also if you need to collaborate with any of your clients. Dropbox is another tool we use with my team as well. The thing with Dropbox is it's better for completed files. For instance, images or recorded episodes for my podcasts, uh, any kind of PDFs or unchangeable files. It's basically a storage for files that we need to share within the team. And Google Docs is more for files that we actually are working on. I also use a communication tool with my team. I use Slack and I'm a huge fan of Slack. Actually, I'm such a fan of Slack that I sometimes forget that we also have a project management tool. When you start to work with a team, you want to move away from Facebook Messenger or any other messenger tools, but you want to have a place where you can interact individually with each team member, but also collaborate on so-called channels. 
That's where Slack is so great. Slack integrates with a lot of tools so you can get notifications from your help desk or your project management tool when something happens without having to log into these tools all the time. My team pretty much lives on Slack and that's where we can really communicate with each other all the time. And even if I'm working with someone who's not full-time with me, they are active on Slack so we can reach each other and move forward with our projects. It has shown, for instance, in launching these 100 episodes in 100 days, that it's been absolutely crucial to be together in a one Slack channel. We call it the podcast channel. And that's where we can uh, notify each other which podcast episodes have been recorded. Is something missing? Maybe there's an intro missing. Do I need to record something today so that the team has an episode ready tomorrow? And then we update everything in a big Google Doc file. Our project management tool is Asana. That's where we have all our different projects and tasks within projects. And this is vital when it comes to launching or bigger projects like building a new website or building a new online course. Asana is free. You can also have a paid version if you want more features. And there are many other project management tools. And even if you're working alone, I suggest that you start using a project management tool to create some discipline for yourself. It's harder to start to create the discipline once you already have a team. I know this so much myself. I find it so hard to use a project management tool because I absolutely love using Slack to communicate with my team. And I have to be more disciplined because as my team and business grows, it's so vital to have everything documented and know what everybody is working on. Another tool that I can absolutely not be without in my online business is Zoom. First, I started to use Zoom for my mastermind calls. And I love the reliability and the easiness of setting each call, also be able to have recurring calls. And then I realized you could also do webinars with Zoom. I have been a huge Webinar Jam fan since I started doing webinars in July 2014. But things have become more tricky and difficult, and it's always taken a while to set up each webinar, but Zoom is pretty much a one-click setup. So in the past few months, I have used Zoom for all one-on-one calls, for all group calls, and all my webinars. It's basically an all-in-one tool when I wanna do something. Also, all my Facebook Lives, are done with Zoom, even if it's just me alone. For that purpose, you need the Zoom webinar subscription. And yes, it's not cheap, but it's worth it. The quality and the reliability is absolutely superior to anything I know. And the easiness of setting everything up is absolutely fantastic. I'm not sure there's anything wrong with Zoom, What I could say about it is that the marketing features in terms of uh, knowing who has showed up for a webinar, how long they stayed and how you could remarket to them, that is something they can improve. But other than that, I highly recommend Zoom for going live on Facebook, doing one-on-one calls, group calls and webinars all in one. Another tool that I cannot be without, especially since I'm doing now a podcast, is 
the whole Adobe suite. And within the Adobe suite, there's Adobe Audition. Audition is the tool where I am recording this particular episode. So all my solo shows are recorded with Adobe Audition. Yes, there are other tools that are for free, like Audacity, but I like using Audition since I already had the Adobe Cloud subscription. And I got the subscription in the first place because I wanted to use Photoshop and Illustrator and PDF Writer. And I was happy to learn that I also had access to Audition and didn't need to download another software. So what other tools do I use in my business? Well, for accounting, I use Xero. I did a lot of research before I decided on an accounting tool. I signed up for FreshBooks, I signed up for a couple of other tools, and I used them for several weeks before I decided Xero was the tool for me. And since I decided this about three years ago or so, Xero has actually grown into be an even better tool than it was back then. I really like how international the user base is and how it's easy to find someone to help you with the tool. I have an accountant helping me out and she is in Canada and I'm based in Switzerland with my business and that doesn't matter at all. You can be anywhere in the world and Sarah can adapt to your needs. Now it can be that you live in a country where your tax authorities prefer that you use a local software, but luckily in Switzerland, I'm allowed to use anything I want and I always wanted to use an online tool for my accounting and that's Xero. For my email marketing, I started with MailChimp like so many others. And if you're starting out, you may want to start with MailChimp because it's free up to a certain user base. But, and that's a big but, you will have to switch if you want to take advantage of online marketing. Online marketing means that at some point you want to segment your user base. Maybe you have beginners, people that are a little bit further in business, and maybe you have advanced entrepreneurs. And in order to send these people content that they are interested in, you will need to segment your list. And this is not easy to do in MailChimp. I did it, but it was a lot of work, a lot of manual work. At some point, I had up to 60 groups which is basically called 60 tags. And then I was at the limit. MailChimp gave me an error. I could not create more than 60 groups. So I was forced to use another tool. I moved off to Dontraport. Uh, I found it easy to use. I didn't need an, a specialist to help me get started. And I basically did the import myself from MailChimp. And along the way, I figured out well, Entreport is great in many ways, and it's pretty much an all-in-one solution, but all-in-one solutions have always something wrong with them. I know this very well because I used to run a software company myself, and when you try to be everything for everybody, you are not really good at everything. And therefore, I decided this year to move over to Infusionsoft. And I know there's people that are stopping to use Infusionsoft and are trying to use something else, but I decided my business needed Infusionsoft. So I have moved away from Entreport. Now I am using several tools because Infusionsoft is not trying to be everything for everybody. And it means that I have to use a little bit more tools. So 
just my email marketing cost just for that tool is about $500 a month. So if your business cannot sustain that kind of cost, don't go into tools like Infusionsoft and Entreport yet. Stay with ConvertKit or ActiveCampaign or GetResponse or MailerLite. These are all different tools that can segment your list and where you can build up sales funnels with the email marketing tool. Talking about sales funnels, you of course need a landing page tool. Typical WordPress websites, I'm assuming use WordPress because WordPress and online marketing is pretty much synonymous here. So if you are using WordPress, most themes are not good for landing pages. Landing pages basically have no menu, no footer, nothing. They are a dead end zone where people have to decide either to sign up or go away. So that's why it's much easier to have a special landing page tool. There are some plugins you can use for your WordPress, uh, like Thrive Themes and Optimize Press. I used Optimize Press for a long time until I found it too clunky. And I know I might hurt somebody's feeling who is absolutely in love with Optimize Press and still think it works for them. Go ahead, use it if it works for you. But it didn't work for me anymore because it was too slow uh, and it was kind of integrated. Like if I wanted to change one thing, I needed to change 100 pages. And that's not how a software should work. And I know this, I have a degree in computer science and I used to run a software company. And it's all about content separate from design. And Optimize Press doesn't do that. So at some point I realized I have to move away. So I stopped using Optimize Press for my landing pages and I used Lead Pages. Now, Lead Pages is not necessarily better in this regard. They do compile together design and content. But since it takes only about five minutes to set up a landing page, it's not a problem to set up another one. I used Lead Pages for a long time and I still have access to Lead Pages and use it for time to time just to show my clients how it works. But I have moved on to another tool called ClickFunnels. And why did I move? Well, lead pages and click funnels are in some ways similar, but lead pages focuses on single pages. So pretty much a landing page and a thank you page. Click funnels, on the other hand, is thinking about the whole funnel where there's a sign up page and there's a thank you page and there's the three part video series and then there's an upsell and then there's a sales page and it's all in one project called funnel. And that's why I moved because I would like to see the conversion rates through the whole funnel within the tool. Of course, I could find out these numbers in lead pages. And if you are beginning out in online business, I recommend you stay with lead pages until you move into ClickFunnels maybe later on. The advantage with ClickFunnels though is, and that's why some people who are beginners in online business still prefer ClickFunnels is that you can also use ClickFunnels for your membership site. I, on the other hand, have decided to do my membership site somewhere else. I have opted for Access Ally and the theme Divi on my WordPress site. So I have a separate installation for WordPress, members.sigrun.com, which is completely separate from sigrun.com. It's always important to keep your membership site separated. Don't mix it up. I did it in the beginning and it's a disaster. So you have it separate. And if you are like me, you want to host this yourself, 
then you gotta have a WordPress theme that supports it. And Divi is just so easy to use that I opted for that. And Access Ally is the tool that allows me to control access that gives out usernames and passwords and can kind of control everything. And they can also let people know where they are in the process. For instance, in an online course, what have you already watched? What do you still need to watch with their add-on called Progress Ally? If you are more beginner, medium in online business, then maybe it's too much for you to host your own membership site. There are so many tools out there that didn't exist three years ago that I highly recommend. There is Teachable and Thinkific, two great software tools that work for those who are beginning to offer online courses. For someone who is more advanced and knowledgeable in software like myself, I like to have full control of my membership site. And I would like to sometimes have a little bit different design. For instance, what I didn't like with the tools that I tested, and I did test both Teachable and Thinkific, is that there is a module and there is a lesson. I cannot have modules inside modules. And sometimes my online courses need to be like that. I have over 100 webinars in my library, and sometimes I want to bundle them up. So I will have a category and a module and a lesson. And these tools are normally not for that. But if you are building your first online course or even your second and third, and you want to keep it simple, and you don't want to worry about updates, technical updates or plugins, and you don't have any tech people on your team, then definitely go with a hosted platform like Teachable or Thinkific. And there are also many others out there, but I just mentioned those two because I've tested them myself. Now, you need to host your website somewhere. And I started hosting my website on Bluehost. And I still host my domains there. I, I buy all my domains through Bluehost. But I realized quickly that Bluehost was not the best tool to host my website. I wanted a managed WordPress hosting. Managed WordPress hosting means that they automatically take update every night of uh, your WordPress site. If there's any issues you have with plugins and things like that, they have a, a support live chat helping you out without any extra cost. And uh, they also block some plugins that they know are not going to be good for you. So you are not endlessly installing plugins. So I decided to go with VP Engine and I've been very happy uh, with them. I've been with them already two, three years. And as I said, when I buy a domain, I still have to do it with Bluepost. So I have one domain hoster and then I have another hosting site just to host my WordPress site. Now, when it comes to supporting my clients, I used to just have the email address info at sigrun.com and people would just email me and I would just answer. But at some point I couldn't do that anymore and I had to get my team to help me answer these emails. Now, in the beginning, they would just all access that one email address, but it got complicated. We didn't know who was answering what and who was responsible. So we needed to have a help desk platform. And I set up the first help desk platform about two years ago. It was not because I was getting so many requests, but I knew I wanted to be prepared before I had a lot of emails in one day. 
I did switch at some point. The first email hostings help desk platform I used wasn't so good. And now I'm using Groove and I like it a lot. I can create canned responses, which are kind of automatic responses. They're not completely automatic, but basically we have put together some templates with answers, which people are typically sending us questions about. So my team can just go into a library of answers and answer back from the library or they just answer it themselves. And we have much better control now and we see if there's outstanding tickets. In order to know what my clients really want and how they like the programs that I've already completed with me, I use SurveyMonkey. I've used SurveyMonkey from the very beginning. Basically, even before I was earning any money in my business, I was paying $35 a month to have SurveyMonkey. And still today, I use SurveyMonkey for all kind of survey-related questions. Uh, I have such a big history there already. I was even asking people how they like my free webinars. I don't do that anymore. But in the beginning, I just, I was obsessed with asking questions. And that helped me create programs and products for my clients. And we just sent out a survey now today. And it's so amazing to get feedback. And often it's kind of more honest feedback uh, than we would normally get if we just would ask in a Facebook group. So it's so important to have a survey tool. Another survey tool that I use is Typeform. Now you might ask yourself, why do I use SurveyMonkey and Typeform? Well, SurveyMonkey, I just have a history with the tool. I've used it for many years. I really like it. I have all the data in there. It's really easy to get all the graphics out of the tool and take screenshot that I can reuse for sales pages. And Typeform is just so pretty. I love using it for any kind of application form or introduction questionnaire or if people are applying for a mastermind hot seat call. And I haven't had the guts, let's say, to quit one of the tools. So I just want to use them both. When you're starting out to do surveys and you want to do them for free, you can use Google Forms. And that's a great way to get started before you pick one of the other tools. And then I have a scheduling tool. Now, the scheduling tool used to be used for introduction uh, sessions. And since I don't offer them anymore, it's more for my VIP clients to book in their 30-minute calls with me or if I have a podcast guest and I want them to book their podcast episode themselves, I sent them a special link. And I tried out lots of different tools three years ago when I was picking a scheduling tool. And Schedule Once was the only one that fulfilled all my criteria. One of the criteria that I saw many of the tools not fulfill was that you couldn't create different types of bookings and block different times in the week for these different bookings. Now, a lot has changed in three years, and I assume that many of these tools that I tested three years ago have now become better. And if anyone is starting out today, I think some of the tools are also prettier. For instance, Calendly. As you hear, that a tool needs to be pretty is quite important to me. So if anyone is developing a new software, that's what they should look into because I like pretty tools. Now, talking about pretty tools. Now, one of the reasons I, for instance, don't use Hootsuite anymore 
is it's not pretty. But if you are starting out to schedule social media, that's probably one of the tools you might want to test out first because it's only $10 a month and you can schedule out your social media. The same goes with Buffer, which is a little bit prettier, also $10 a month and you can schedule social media. But the tool that I use to schedule social media is Meet Edgar. And that is a lot more expensive, around $50 or so. But the thing is, when you put something into Meet Edgar, it can rotate the content for you. And that's why I think it's worth the extra price tag. And talking about all these tools, when you work with a team and you want your team to help you, for instance, scheduling posts for you, then you need to use a password tool. I have used 1Password and every team member has a vault in 1Password and I decide which passwords go into that vault for that team member. But there's also another tool that is equally popular called LastPass. I highly recommend picking one of those tools for your business as soon as you start to work with a VA or even earlier because I once got into... Um, my password being stolen. I think it was when Adobe somehow lost all their passwords. And I realized you have to use different passwords for every software tool you use. Don't use the same one again and again. And it's hard to remember all these. So even if you're not working with a team, check out LastPass or 1Password and pick the one you like the more. I use many other tools in my business, but I want to mention a couple of more that I think are important. I already talked about using Xero as an accounting system, but what I find really important is how you get your receipts into Xero in the first place. And that's where I use Receipt Bank. Receipt Bank is an app on my phone. It's also a website, of course, but it's an app on my phone. So when I get a receipt, let's say I go to a restaurant and it's a business dinner, I can take a picture of the receipt, click a button, and it goes into Receipt Bank. There I can review it and categorize it. And at some point that tool learns automatically to categorize all my receipts correctly. And then we push a button and it goes into Xero, which is my accounting system. It's absolutely amazing how you can do this all automated today. Another little tool I wanna mention is Sapir. Sapir is a nice little tool that can connect many other tools. So for instance, when somebody fills out a questionnaire in type form, I would like to get at least the email address and maybe a tag into Infusionsoft. That's what Sapir can do. Or if I have a landing page on ClickFunnels and somebody's signing up for a webinar, I can tell Sapir, please take this email address from ClickFunnels and send it over to Zoom so people are automatically registered for a webinar. I could go on and on about the features of all the different online business tools that I have, and I've probably not mentioned all of them, but this episode was supposed to be an overview for you to understand all the different tools that you might need in your online business. And if you haven't tried some of them out, then you can go ahead. Many of them have a testing period as well. So you may not even have to pay for the first 30 days, or you can cancel if you don't like the tool. In any case, I always suggest 
that from time to time you go and review all the tools you're using and see if you're really using them or if you need to cancel some of the tools. There's a danger when we sign up for these online tools and it's just $10 there and $10 here that we are paying for tools that we're not actually using. We are constantly reviewing this in my team and to see where is the real benefit of a tool and do we need to change a tool. And that's why we did a lot of changes this year when we moved from Entreport to Infusionsoft. We stopped using Optimize Press for the membership site and moved into Access Ally. We moved from lead pages to click funnels. And honestly, this is a lot of work to review all the tools. So don't do this all the time, but take at least time once a year to review all the tools that you're using and see if you need to upgrade. Ready to turn your passion into profits? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 69. There you'll also find link to all the tools that I use in my online business and show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.